Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Football Fignuts Podcast. If you've counted all of them and you're, you've made it past 2020 and you're ready for a new podcast episode, this is Season 4, Episode 27. If you counted all of them, that's 177. I'm Craig. My name is Britt. And Britt, and we're back. Before we get anywhere... Yep, and, and, and before we go anywhere near anything tonight... I want to apologize to our, our loyal listeners. You did not miss an episode. We took last week off because, uh, frankly, last Wednesday I awoke with a migraine and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a hell of a day. <laughs> and then a bunch of jackasses decided to try and run through the Capitol. And then I was just like, Craig, that's it. I'm shutting it down. <laughs> I can't even concentrate. And Craig was like, yeah, let's just put it off till next week. So I have to own that because unlike some of our leaders i do take responsibility for things i do and i am responsible for there being a week lapse in the podcast and i apologize on top of that we don't have our contributors as i promised tonight scheduling conflicts for both of them um so we were we are going to have a season ending round table very soon but it's not going to be tonight so i have to apologize for that as well um Real life happens, guys. That's just, just all there is to it. Yeah, you know? pretty much. So, so that brings me to where we are now. It's uh, divisional playoff weekend. There's a lot to discuss, but let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking? So tonight, so you told me that um, Hetty Topper is out, right? So yes, Hetty Topper from Vermont is uh, the, from the Alchemist. The Alchemist right. is now distributing in our area, and Hetty Topper is like their best known. Yep. Whoa. So, so Why I contacted I the uh, there we go. The, the place I go to. I was like, "Hey, do you have any Hetty Topper?" He's like, Craig knows a guy." He's like, "Doll, we had it last week." I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" But he's like, "We do it's have be tough to find for a while." Yeah. Uh, he's like, "There is some fiddlehead left." I'm like, "Huh? Ooh. That sounds interesting." Uh, so I go there, and there I have were. To try- there were a couple four packs left, not a lot. Um, this is Fiddlehead Brewing Company. It is actually it's unfiltered, so it's one of the, if you're not into unfiltered beers, they're a little different. They're definitely stronger, stronger and uh, what's the word? Hazier? Is that a good word to use for unfiltered? Yeah. That's so openness. what unfiltered basically means there is bush. Unfiltered basically means that any yeast that was kind of just lingering around isn't filtered out as before the bottling process. So there is the possibility of a little bit of yeast making it into your can and having a party with whatever sugars are left when the canning occurs. That's why I say it's stronger. If you take two IPAs and you bottle one unfiltered and then you take some of the same batch, filter it and bottle it, when you open those two cans a week or a month later – the unfiltered is going to possibly have a higher ABV. Not like, you know, 20% higher, but it might be an 8.2 versus an 8.0. Wow. You know, what, what, what specific Fiddlehead are you drinking? Um, so this is Fiddlehead IPA. I'm trying to see if it actually has a name. Yep. No, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's just the name. <laughs> that's just it. I'm There's looking, no no I'm fancy name. It it's a green It's a green can with, with a silver. Yep. It's like a silver background. It kind of reminds yep. me of a 7-Up can, if that makes sense. Yep. I'm looking and... at it on Untapped. It's got a 393 Global, 
and that's at so, seventy-seven thousand wow, ratings. I gotta, I gotta take another sip of this. Let me see here. Wow. It actually. That's better. Wow, that's interesting. Go on. So it's like you. It's a full mouth feel. It's not really dry at all. It dries out slowly on the back end. But it's only like. Okay. I know I just said it reminds me of a Seven Up can. Uh, and maybe because it actually like that, that kind of like lingering lemon lime taste that Seven Up gives you, mm-hmm. I taste that. So, interesting. Interesting. Is that is that psychosomatic though? Because of the can, it could be. It very well could be. But this is good. Very good. Okay. Um. So here's the interesting fact. I'm looking at its ratings on Untapped. This is a beer, and this is a rarity. It actually rates. 0.02, so two one thousandths higher in a can than on draft. Huh. Most beers on Untapped rate higher off of the draft on average. This one is actually they like go ahead, drink it out the can. I guess it's maybe because it it's up. unfiltered, so you think it's like sitting because it's sitting longer. Maybe. Don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. That's a question. Next time we talk to Ryan, let's talk about the unfiltered. So, so we'll keep looking for Alchemist. We'll keep look, we'll keep our, our our eyes open for Fiddlehead going forward too. Um, yeah, it's I, I'm I'm looking forward to trying that myself when I can find it. So, uh, me on my end. Uh, so breaking news: I had my first COVID vaccination today. Dun dun. Um, I'm fine. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I feel fantastic. My arm, as you know, when I move my arm, I can feel muscle soreness. But it feels like the level of if Craig had come up to me and decided to do a punch buggy three or four times in the same spot, you know, that kind of like, ooh, yeah, okay, something impacted my arm. But otherwise, I feel fine. So not to tempt fate, I'm drinking diet soda tonight. <laughs> I'm not going to screw with it. Hey, why not? You and know? It's all right. the other side of it is that my Chiefs are on Sunday, and I plan on being relatively intoxicated for the game. Um <laughs> For those who may not remember, last year, their first game against Houston, before the big comeback, I was stone cold drunk. My (laughs) wife had thrown a blanket over me and just said, just try not to pass out onto the floor because, what was it? They were down 21 nothing, 28 nothing, whatever it was. Yeah, they were down by at least three scores, three touchdowns. This this always happens. This always happens to me. And I was just like, so I, you know, I'm not going to imagine it's going to be that bad this 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 time around. But at the same time, I'm no. taking nothing for granted. So I'm giving my liver the night off. So so let's 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 uh, let's go straight to burning hot takes. Okay. Uh, Craig, you want to give or receive tonight? I will receive. Okay. So we're starting to get, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the games that just happened. But uh, my first question has to do with a matchup that is upcoming. And that is, what is going on here? I'm sorry. Stand by. Uh-oh. There we go. There we my, go. My computer just decided that it wanted to play ads over what Craig was telling me. So <laughs> I don't want to hear about dog food. I need to hear. I'm, I'm pulling up articles so I can reference things. So, um, so Sunday night. Saints. Bucks. Drew Brees and Tom Brady will become the oldest pair of starting quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. Which <laughs> makes me feel great because I'm a year older than uh, Brady. <laughs> so they asked uh. Brees about it. Quote, Tom and I have a friendship and mutual respect. 
we were texting back and forth on Monday, chuckling at this whole scenario. Listen, he's 43. I turned 42 this Friday. So that's 85 years and a lot of football experience that's going to be on the field this Sunday. End quote. Yeah. Craig, is this, yeah. is this a once-in-a-lifetime thing that we're going to see these two guys at this age? I, you know what? Unless teams become like be, have offensive lines the way the Saints and the, the Patriots did, I uh, it, it could be very. It's it's going to be a while before we see this again, and I don't just mean because of you know we're going to have to wait you know twenty x years, mm-hmm. but plus with the way the NFL is now, offenses are trying to be faster. Like if you look at the way Lamar plays. There's no way Lamar's getting to play but till he's 40. No way. Lamar, Mahomes, even Josh no Allen. Yeah. There's no way. Josh, I mean, it's just you're just like, "Oy vey." Every every time Patrick Mahomes takes more than 4 steps on a play, I silently pray <laughs> that this is not the end of end of his night because after that, that last, that, after that knee injury, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And and he plays with reckless abandon. And he loves to scramble. He loves to scramble. It's one of the things that makes him good. But what really worries me is like he'll scramble outside the pocket and then he slows down a little bit and you're like, oh, good. He's looking to pass. And all of a sudden he just books towards like wherever the nearest marker is. Yep. Like, oh, the first down marker is there. And he just beeline straight for the marker. And and I'm like, oh, no, here it comes. And then you're like, oh, is the is the turf going to stay? Is his knee going to stay in the direction it's pointing right now? I'm I'm honestly more worried when it comes to Mahomes of a late hit. I really am. He's very aware of those things. And if you watch him play, he loves to run just enough for a defender to get within. Yeah. A like yard he tries to time it. Yeah, he does. He, he plays his angles very well, but that doesn't stop some jerk from hitting him out of bounds you know, and and yep. potentially causing a problem. So yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think this is this is going to be kind of historic, and it's going to be. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I think it will I, be. I do. I, I'm looking forward unless it's to like it. their last matchup because the Bucks played horribly. They only scored three points that game. <laughs> yeah, but this is the playoffs, and we both yeah. know both of these guys are play are different people in the playoffs. Yep, they're different in the playoffs. It just is. So. All right, we'll get and we'll predict that game when we get to it. But what have you got for me? Um, so for me is another another quarterback question. I want you to tell me if you think this quarterback's going to be back, and I just want your opinion of this quote from his coach. Quote from his coach. Uh, so Mike Tomlin on Ben Roethlisberger. It's reasonable to assume there's a chance he'll be back. Oh, Jesus, that's a lot of. <laughs> Which wow, I, is that a lot of double talk? <laughs> so does that mean he's not coming back? <laughs> so I, before before I answer that question directly, mm-hmm. it immediately reminds me of, you, you know I'm a big fan of the Mystery Science Theater guys and the alumni that have popped out of it. There's a uh, there's a, a website called Riff Tracks that does basically what Mystery Science Theater does. They play bad movies and they record audio tracks and commentary. They found a movie from the 70s called Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Are you familiar with this? <laughs> Not that one. You can't, even, you can't even really call it a movie. But long story short, at the end of it, 
the ice cream bunny has to save Santa and Santa needs to get back to the North Pole and Santa looks at the ice cream bunny and says so we've established that we will try to make it if we can yes <laughs> and that's kind of what I just heard in my head when you read me that quote like what are you actually saying here are you asking me a question are, are you saying yes I th we think are you I, we think Ben will be back are you like, like the ice cream bunny must have been like, what, are you asking me, are we going to make it? Are you saying, yes, we're going to make it? I mean, it's just yeah. what he's honestly saying is, I don't know. I don't know. And if this were any other team in the NFL, the real question would be, is he going to be back? But hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers don't fire their coaches. Like, ever. No. Like, I think he's like the sixth coach in the history of the organization. And I think he's still the shortest tenured, and he's been there for a decade. Yeah. So, I mean, just, just remember that. Just remember that. That, you know, I believe you have to go back 40 years to find their fourth coach. Because I believe Chuck Knoll passed it off to Bill Cowher, who passed it off to Mike Tom. They don't fire coaches. So, anybody else, they'd be asking, well, maybe you should be done here, too. But he, they, they don't fire the coach. Um, I think Ben's going to retire. I assume you saw the news about after the game, he would, he and uh, Marquise Pouncey wouldn't leave the field. They actually started packing up equipment and they were still sitting on one of the benches. Oh um, yeah. yeah. They were, they they're said, both really upset. They're upset. And they both said they would go out together. They, they both have, I think a year left on their contract, but people were like, you know, it, it, it's just, I mean, I mean, I think it's Juju is a, a free agent and he came up and apologized to both of them while they were sitting there that he didn't do more. I mean, I, I think I think there's going to be some changes in the personnel of the Steelers. And you know what? I think maybe it's time there is. I think maybe it's time there is. Yeah, I don't know what, what I watched. In, and, you know, I, I won't go there because we're going to talk about the games in, in a second. What do you think? Do we get Ben back? Hmm. <clears throat> I mean that's a that's a tough one. I think that's he's gonna have to think about that. I mean, if there's one year left on his contract, depending how that's worded and how much money, you know, it could entice him to come back for one more season. Mm. But if he does come back for one more, I think then that's then he's done, 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 done. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So my last question for you. The word out of the L.A. Rams camp is that Aaron Donald feels no pain in his ribs. My mm. question is two parts. Number one, does this give the Rams a chance against the Packers? And number two, is the statement that he feels no pain really a good thing to say, given the fact that the the, the league has had trouble with like managing drugs? <laughs> I mean, uh, is he feel no pain because he's healed, or because they're injecting him with stuff? You know, that's a that's a valid that's a valid question. Uh, I'm sure he got injected with a lot of stuff. You know, feels like we'll probably never know what that stuff is, but that's probably why he doesn't feel any pain, and he's probably gonna get injected injected with more stuff before the next game. So, I mean, does it help the Packers? Yeah, or not the Packers? Does it help the Rams? Against the Packers, yes, because their defense is always better when he's on the field. But but how much does it move the needle? 
Uh, I mean, if you're giving the Packers like a 95% chance, what are you giving them, 94, 93? Yeah, maybe, because I don't think, I don't know. I, I mean, I know I know that, what's his name, Jalen Ramsey is a, is going to be covering uh, Devontae. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's going to be a good matchup. But, you know, as you know, we've stated before, Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks that if he – you know, he has four, let's say he's on a play, he has four people he can throw to. Right. He's going to see who the worst defender of those four people are and throw to that receiver. Yeah. And then he's going to take advantage of it the entire game. So. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. All right, so let's move on. We're going to, so this week's going to be a little different. We're not going to play America's Favorite Game, and the reason being is there's only four games to talk about. <laughs> Um, and there's only one that's got an over under under of under 50 and that's Green Bay LA and that's a 46 so it's not exactly like we have right uh, a lot of things to, to talk about there so well, first thing I want to do is I want to go over just really quickly game by game how wild card weekend went our thoughts from wild card weekend and then we're gonna look ahead to this week and, and talk a little bit of the DFS and what we think will come out of this week so really quick so we had to, to start the weekend. I think I'm going in order when I read this. I believe I am. Um, we started the weekend with Colts at Bills. Mm-hmm. And the final score of that is 27-24. The Colts had opportunities galore. But never it did, I never felt watching that game that the outcome was in doubt. Because the Colts just miscued time and time again. So, Craig, your thoughts on Bills Colts <clears throat> and what what stuck out from you? What stuck with you from that game and where does it go from here for for the Colts who are now done? It, the same kind of thing. I I had a feeling the Bills were going to win that game, but it always seemed like the Colts couldn't take advantage of opportunities, so they're always they're always in the game, but they didn't they never really capitalized on anything. Right. And, it was like a score down, but I never thought they were going to get that score. Right, exactly. And then part of me just, you know, it's kind of sad to see Philip Rivers lose because we don't know if he's going to come back next season either. I've, so. I've made a I've made a football watching career of watching Philip Rivers lose, as <laughs> I I'm a, a fan of the AFC West. But you know, uh, do, do, should they bring him back? I feel like they should if he wants to play again. If he wants to play another year, I think, I think he, he can should, play again. Should. There's nothing. There was really nothing from that game saying he couldn't play again. That loss was – I can't say that loss was his fault. I mean, know? he didn't play great either. He didn't play he great either, but mistakes. it wasn't It wasn't just him. It's not like he threw for five interceptions, you know. Right. I think he only threw the one at the end of the game, which was really bad, maybe two. So. Yeah. All right. That, so that, that brings us to the second game of the weekend was Rams-Seahawks. I actually did not see this game. I don't remember why. Um – I was driving somewhere. Where the hell was I going? I don't uh, know. You're somewhere. I, I was know. going somewhere. Uh, Rams Seahawks. The final score is thirty twenty. The Rams upset the Seahawks. I did see the post game comments by um, what's his name, the coach of the Seahawks. Pete I'm drawing a blank. Who's that guy? Pete Carroll. Yeah, Pete Carroll. Thank you. Just drew a complete blank on Pete Carroll's name. Um, and he struck me as a guy who was like, I don't know why I'm standing here. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. And that's why he uh, fired you, your you, offensive coordinator. Which is another, which is, I'm sorry, Schottenheimer ends up being a scapegoat for this team. 
a scapegoat for this team. Okay. This team's defense was bad all year long, all year long. And you sat there like, I don't know how we ended up here. I'll tell you how you ended up here. You gave up 30 points to the Rams. Yeah. You gave up 30 points to the Rams. Do you know how many people gave up 30 points on wildfire weekend and one, one, the bloody Browns gave up 37 to the Steelers. Okay. You didn't, you scored 20 points with all of your weapons. You scored 20 points. Do you know how many teams scored 20 points in one? How many? One. <laughs> that was it. So, you know what? I, I feel like Sean Hammer ends up being a scapegoat here. And I, I'm telling you right now, if I'm the New York Jets, because the Jets are supposedly going to chase that defensive coordinator from San Francisco, yep. my next phone call is to Brian Schottenheimer. Get him in here because that guy's def- the, the head coach is going to be a defensive guru. We need somebody who can run the offense. And I will take what Seattle has thrown away because Pete Carroll. I, I'm sorry. This is a failure on Pete Carroll. I, I feel like this is a failure on Pete Carroll. The only per, the person who the, the person who should be asking how they got there is himself. Yeah, they, Your they I don't know. They just they looked lost that game. Did they look flat? They just looked flat. Like they were just really, they weren't. I don't know into it, or they just didn't. They were just like, eh, we're just here, kind of thing. And and it's a divisional rival. You know what you're going up against. Yeah, this is exactly. the third time you've seen the Rams. It's not like it's not like you don't know what you're walking into and you know and this is not the first time you've played McVay. You know what he's about. You know what golf is going to do. Mm-hmm. You can't you should not be shocked if they drop 30 on you. You need to be prepared for that and they weren't. So this falls on Pete Carroll for me. Pete Carroll needs to be the man in the mirror on this one. So Yep. Then uh, that re- night was really yeah. quick with the Rams though. Do you know yeah, Do you know who might start the game for the Rams? A quarterback. This week, is it gonna be? Is it gonna? Is it's? It isn't. Guess who? Is it isn't? It is. Say it's his Blake name. But <laughs> was I thought? I thought didn't they cut Blake Bortles? Uh, he's back. Well, you see, you, well, that's the thing. You don't cut Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles <laughs> he's never left. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Blake Bortles walked into the walked into the, the office and said, "Listen, hey, if I'm not gonna get some playing time, I'm gonna cut the ramps." <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We just gotta part ways. There's nothing I can do. Are you serious? Yeah. Because golf is still hurt. He looked and, terrible from what I heard. And Wilford is, he's not playing. He's still, I mean, they discharged him from the hospital before the end of the game, but still. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's not playing. <laughs> oh my God. You have to, you have to. Can start you imagine if Blake Bortles goes into Green Bay and wins? <laughs> I, that, that's it. If that happens, I'm done. <laughs> Everyone gets a Blake Bortles jersey. <laughs> Everybody gets a Blake Bortles jersey. <laughs> okay, I did run predictions this week, but I'm looking at one of my sources, and they're telling me Gar- Goff is going to end up starting. Oh, okay. Goff, Goff with four fingers on his throwing hand is a better option than Blake Bortles. <laughs> hey, Blake Bortles has two playoff wins since that, 2017. But that's where we're at. <laughs> All right, Bucks, Bucks, Washington. 31-23 is the final there. I think the only thing that's shocking there is that uh, Washington scored 23 points. With their backup My, QB. With their backup QB. Who looked My, pretty good. Yeah, he did. He really did. Um, my only my only comment on this game, and I did watch most of that game, my only comment on this game is Ron Rivera has the pieces. 
he has the pieces on offense. This team could be good in a year or two. I think the Dwayne Haskins debacle was a huge distraction. And now that that is over, I think Washington, Washington, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb right now. Without knowing anything that happens in the postseason, Washington could win 10 games next year. In that division? Yeah. Exactly. That's Well, that's exactly it. Any <laughs> other division or an 8-8 team, they could win 10 games in the NFC East next year. Easily. In my yeah. opinion. No, they definitely Brought could. Bucks, Washington. <clears throat> uh, and it was really no surprise that the Bucks won. And I think, as you just said, this proved that Washington has a future. Especially with that backup quarterback, who I can't remember his name. It starts with an H. Uh, what was his name? Damn it. It's not Henke. It's not Henke. That's someone else. Oh, what was his um, name? It was, it was uh, Henke. Was it? Wasn't it? Damn I it. don't know. I, I used him in a <laughs> anyway, I can't even tell they, you his name. They clearly have a quarterback going forward, depending what Alex Smith wants to do. Oh, Alex Smith is going to retire, too. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, Taylor Hankey. Yeah. There we go. Thank Not you. Not the right name. Yeah, wasn't there another quarterback named Hankey? Like it a long might time be ago. The same kid. Oh dear God. <laughs> I don't think it is, but it might be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was no surprise to me who won that game. It's just, you know, uh, Washington definitely has a has a future with the with the players they have now. All right, so let's fly over to Sunday really quick. We had Ravens at Titans to start the gay the day. Ravens outlast the Titans twenty to thirteen, in which was a game that I felt a little bit better about as the game went on because I was worried if the seeds all held, the winner of this game was going to be in Kansas City this week. And of course we know that didn't happen, but as I watched it, I got a little more comfortable with the fact that I really thought Kansas City could beat either of these teams. <laughs> I didn't think either played particularly well. They had their moments, but I didn't see anything that made me say, oh, my God, I don't want to have to play either. Um, so instead, we have the upset. So I believe Ravens are going to have to go to the Bills this week. Mm-hmm. But Ravens tight your takeaways other than Ryan Tannehill actually is Ryan Tannehill. I would just like to know what team the titans are because i have no clue they either look like they're unstoppable or they look like a high school team like i i don't even know what causes it i have no idea it's like they can i can i can can, yeah no what are you gonna say what i was just gonna say i think i have an idea on to answer that question what's that i think it's game planning i think they i think they they, their game plan was very specific and it didn't execute and their game plan didn't have a plan B because Derrick Henry was stalking the lines complaining to anybody who would listen that he wasn't getting enough touches. And the game plan was they're going to expect us to use Derrick Henry. So we're going to use everything but Derrick Henry as much as we can. Mm -hmm. And it didn't work. It's like, you know, I watched the Bengals beat the Titans and it's like they'd screwed up the entire, the Titans entire year Mm -hmm. because they just, after they lost to the Bengals, they were like, I don't I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I need an and adult. Tannehill, and Tannehill started being Tannehill again. Exactly. You know? So, uh, next game was Bears at Saints. Oh, Poor I, Sean. I think this is why Sean had a scheduling conflict tonight. <laughs> I, I mean, and, and I honestly, I'm not going to hold it against him. This was, 
This was abysmal to watch. Yeah, it the was not The only highlight of this fun. game was the Nickelodeon coverage, <laughs> um, which I, I didn't which, watch. Which um, they, didn't, they didn't censor. They forgot about yeah. the censor delay there. <laughs> yeah, that's something they'll improve on next time. Um, but I did read a lovely article about the Nickelodeon. I, I like the fact that they're appealing to younger kids um, and trying to get fans interested in the game. Um, but, yeah. I mean, and and, and um, what's-his-name got slimed at the end of it? The coach from New Orleans. God, why am I blanking on names tonight? Uh, because Maybe the shot your, is affected. It's your COVID shot. <laughs> COVID shot's causing my memory to be worse than normal. Normally, my, my memory's not very good. So... All right. So, any comments on Bears Saints, or can I just move on? Uh, it's Sean Payton, and you just you That's just it. move on because the Bears okay. are actually you know Chuck Pagano retired, so the Bears are going to need yes. a new defensive coordinator. Yes, I saw that. I saw that, and Chuck probably a new probably a new quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean that's a thing, and I think I said that to Sean. I said you got to understand, losing is probably a win because it gives you the ammunition to move away from. Yep. From from Trubisky, Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles is Blake Bortles Bears, Triple B. Get used to it. Um, last the nightcap was Brown Steelers. I needed the Browns to win this game mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. Number one, to reinforce my constant statement throughout the year. Go ahead and check the tape on this. When the Steelers were like seven and zero, Craig and I were both saying their schedule is really light. Their schedule yep. is really light, and they haven't played anybody. And down the stretch, they end up losing five of their last six, and including this game. And they just they and it, it did. As soon as they went down on our pot on our our texting thread, the source chimed in and said, "Can the Steelers come back?" And I said, "No." I said they are not coached for comebacks like this. Now they tried. I'll they give tried. them credit. They made it a lot closer than I thought they were going to. They kept their composure better than I thought they would. But the Browns just the Browns just sat out there and 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 am I afraid of the Browns now? Not really. I think the Browns made their statement and they made their statement against the team that they wanted to make their statement against and I think Kansas City will benefit from that. I don't think <clears throat> I don't think their defense can keep up with Andy Reid. I don't oh no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, they'll try, but it's not going to happen. You want to know how to beat the Chiefs this weekend? Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb. Fourth and 16, draw to Nick Chubb. Actually, is it going to be weird with the Chiefs playing against Kareem Hunt? I think think Kareem Hunt's going to want to go out there for blood. I don't think Kareem Hunt is vengeful. This isn't like a Marcus Peters thing, Hmm. which, by the way, is the other side effect of the Browns (laughs) winning. Marcus Peters and the Ravens are not coming to Kansas City. Because when the Ravens won and Marcus Peters got that last pick off, I went, oh, no. <laughs> There'll oh. be no sock throwing. <laughs> I mean, he 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 burned his way out of Kansas City in, in a way that's almost unfathomable. So, you know, I want to take one quick step back. Speaking of people who are burning their way out, I do have one problem with the way the Ravens game ended. Mm-hmm. Freaking Lamar Jackson went straight to the media. After the game, he didn't shake anybody's hand. No, oh, I thought he what came back hell? out, didn't he? He came back out to do a media interview. Oh, I thought they, he came back out. I thought he left and came back out, and then he ran to the tunnel. And then when he was in the tunnel, somebody said something to him, and he hung around at the edge of the tunnel and he slapped hands of guys who were coming off the field. Then he got interviewed by ESPN, and then he went over to another microphone, and then he went into the tunnel. 
Hmm. Dude, come on. You have to be better than that. Yeah, you don't be to Tom be Brady. <laughs> And, and that's the thing. And, and that's the thing. Brady does that when he's lost, when he loses a game that he yeah. can't internalize in the moment. You won. That's worse than what Brady did. We've all lost in competitions and been like, you know what? I just can't. I can't deal with people right now. I need. And 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 sometimes you know quarterbacks can do that. They could say, okay, well I can put up with it for thirty seconds, and they okay, yeah, good luck, blah blah blah, and they walk off. You won the game. You have to be gracious. Do you know what you know? I curl. Do you know yep. what the biggest the biggest sin in curling is? Uh, the biggest <clears throat> sin, worse than like <clears throat> kicking an opponent's stone or accidentally hitting a stone with a a broom that might change its course. The biggest sin in curling is not shaking your opponent's hand at the beginning and end of a match. Wow. It is the it is the un forgivable sin i had it one time i was captaining a team this is years ago and one of my guys played really really badly and the match ended and he just walked off the ice and went into the locker room and i looked at the opposing captain and i said keep your team out here and i went it was a first year guy and i went into the locker room and i went you didn't stick around for handshaking and he didn't answer me i said go back out there and shake their hands or we'll talk about getting you on another team next week. And I just walked out and he came out and he shook hands. It, It's it's just done that way. And I, I don't understand why that's so hard in the NFL. And we got creamed. We lost like we lost like 10 to 2 that night. It was bad. <laughs> that's bad. That's it's really bad. bad. <laughs> it's bad in curling if you give up 10. It's bad. All right. Anyway. Uh. All right. So. Let's move forward. Yeah. Let's talk about the games this weekend because I, I, I'm not keeping a strong eye on time, but I feel like I'm already running late. It's like, uh, I feel we, like we've, we've already been talking. like 35 minutes. Oh, we're fine then. We're fine because we took last week off. We have plenty of time. So, all right, let's talk about the divisional round. All right. And let's go and order the games again. So we're starting off the week with Rams at Packers. The Packers move on. Um, I'm. Let's see. What's the over-under in this game? What's the 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 over-under I have on, on the site is 46, which means an uh, anticipated score of 26 to 19, roughly. It's not clean at 46 because Green Bay is a seven-point favorite. 26 to 19, Green Bay. So two questions for you. Do you like that score? And B, give me a player on at least one team, if not one from each, that you think is going to be DFS relevant. Hmm. What was the score again? 26-19. Does that sound legit to you? And if not, how would you adjust it? Yeah, I would probably make it probably 17. To me, makes a little bit more sense in my head. Uh, Especially with the way Green Bay has been playing the last few weeks. They're playing in Green Bay. I haven't checked the weather report for Green Bay yet, but if you're a visitor in Green Bay in the winter... It is not in your favor <laughs> ever. Yeah. Especially with the Rams coming from LA. They're in a dome. They don't have to worry about weather. It's very hard to adjust to, you know. Um But I think I think the Packers win this game. And I think the Rams, unless it's Blake Bortles, they can maybe get to twenty one. But uh I think seventeen is the better is the better score. Okay, give me a player on each team. Each team 
uh, let's see. I feel like Cam Akers could be, depending if he stays healthy during the in the middle of the game. That's uh, the same one for me. Yeah. He can be a deciding factor because the Packers' run defense isn't – they're not bad, but they're not super good. They're, you know, they're right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a field day against the Rams' defense. I, I, I was going to go Devontae Adams. Um, I'm looking right now because I think I think his salary is prohibitive. His salary is 8600 <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to use Devontae Adams, but I can't at 8600 I've got him pegged. I've got him pegged roughly at about 18 points, and that's not enough. That's barely 2x. That's barely 2x value. I can't. I can't. So you know what? I'm gonna agree with you there. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Rogers. Um, Acres is a good one. I'm also gonna say the Rams. Tyler Higby is an interesting option. I mm-hmm. have a better choice in in my mind. Um, but that's an I, I think that's that's a usable option. I think um, it's going to be a little more high scoring. I think you take the over. I think it's going to be closer to like 30 to 22 kind of uh, final. I'm going to give them each another touchdown in my opinion. So uh, the Saturday night cap is Ravens at Bills. This game is, hold on, I'm pulling it up, is a 50 and hmm. Buffalo is only favored by two and a half. Really? In which Buffalo? Which means roughly you're... Yep, roughly you're looking at 26-24, roughly. And what's the weather in Buffalo? Because I don't think Lamar's ever played in the snow. It it snows all the time in Buffalo during the winter. Yes. <laughs> it's it, it, gets, it gets lake effect. They get lake effect all the bloody time. Um, I mean, I can, look, I can see if, I, if there's a weather report available again, on NFL.com. Add, at home in cold weather, and I know Baltimore, their play outside, they get cold, but Buffalo is cold, like really cold. Um, I think Buffalo yeah. is playing on momentum, especially seeing this is their first playoff win in 25 years. Uh, and I just think they're if, – if the weather isn't conducive to how Lamar plays, the Ravens, like, I, they don't have a chance. See, I, I'm going to go the other way because the Ravens, because of Lamar Jackson, are the number one rushing team in the NFL. They right. have more yards than any other team in the NFL. And if the weather is bad, you're going to run the ball. So yeah, but can he run? Actually can he run in the mud and or snow? Yeah, yeah, he can do it. He mm. can do it. I'm more worried about Josh Allen. I would be worried. They're, they're a top ten defense. I would be worried about him getting hurt. Actually. Yeah. It's a it's a possibility, but if he if he gets hurt, your season's over either way. That's a you're valid not going to be able to contain. You're not going to contain him. The coaches are not going to are not going to coach to put Lamar at risk. But Lamar is not going to play to keep Lamar out of risk. Lamar is going to play what whatever he does needs to thinks he does to to do. Right. It was a whole lot of words. And then it, <laughs> do you assume that he might maybe possibly be back? Maybe. So we've established <laughs> that we're going to try. But, uh, yeah. No. I, but if I think I think Lamar is going to go out there and do what Lamar thinks he needs to do there. That's what I meant to say. And and whatever. And if that means he's going to try and rush and he's going to end up hurting himself, that's what he's going to do, whether the coaches like it or not. Yeah, it's just that. If they get behind, like by 14 points, I think that's when the Ravens have to worry, because like we've said before, yeah, the Ravens don't know how to play from behind. They just. Yep. They, don't. they just don't have a – even though their rushing is, is amazing, they just 
they're down by two or three touchdowns, it seems like they have no clue what to do. What was their situation this weekend? They were behind to the Titans at one point, were they not? But not like significantly. No, I think it was by was it was like either like three oh, or seven points. It wasn't a lot. It was ten. Ten. It was ten. It was ten nothing Tennessee at the end of the first quarter. But then Baltimore answered in the second. They went into the half tied at ten. Okay. So they and really weren't trailing. The and really yeah. 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 No. No. They. 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 They were trailing at the end of one. But yeah, when they went into halftime, they weren't down significantly, and so that's a concern. That is absolutely a concern, and I, I share it. But you know what? I, I think I think Lamar's a year older. I'm not going to be yeah. surprised if this team goes down by 14, and it's early enough if they come back. If they're down by 14 at the half, they're not done. If they're down by 21 at that, you know, in this half, in this game, done. there is a chance both of the quarterbacks could have the most rushing yards for both teams. <laughs> right, which leads us to the next question who are you using off these teams in dfs who do you like Ooh, that's tough i think you have to use stefan diggs yeah i, I haven't checked well, his salary yeah 7300 on DraftKings. got it on my screen oh all right not that's all right that's that's manageable it's definitely manageable I mean, I, I'm gonna avoid. I'm gonna avoid the wide receivers in this game just because both quarterbacks I think are gonna be scrambling for their lives I, you know who I like in this game? You're going to love this pick. Uh-oh. You're going to love this. Uh-oh. J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> nice. I like I like, I like, like some J.K. Dobbins in this game. I like Gus Edwards, too, because Gus Edwards isn't insanely Remember Gus cheap. Edwards? So <laughs> every week, every week, Edwards, in terms of points, is like two or three points behind J.K. Dobbins. So if Dobbins has 15, Gus Edwards has like 10 or 11. You know, if, if Dobbins has nine, Gus Edwards has six. But the problem is, J.K. Dobbins is 6K. Gus Edwards is only 4,200. So I can, I'm getting better value out of Gus Edwards than I am out of J.K. Dobbins. But I do think that they're, I think they're going to, I think they're going to run a lot this game. And uh, I think that, you know, either Dobbins or Edwards is a good, a good call. Now on the Buffalo side, if this is a running game, Devin Singletary is only 4,500. Wow, that I think I is, like the running back. That is cheap. That's very cheap for Devin Singletary. And I've got him I've got him pegged for, for double digit points. I think I think he could be a, a value. So I am gonna steer clear of the quarterbacks because I think they're both very expensive. I'll pull it up really quick. Um but the the running backs are cheap and the wide receivers are Josh Allen's seventy four hundred. Okay, that's that's upper end. I think that's third highest. And Lamar Jackson is seventy six hundred, yeah. Yeah, they're the second and third hot most expensive quarterbacks in, in this weekend. Now, granted, there's only four games, so there's only eight quarterbacks. So, well, they're number two and number three. Yeah, but still, but still. Um, so, I, I think uh, I think I'm gonna good look at the running backs in that game. Any other wisdom on that game? You uh, still like the? You still want Diggs? Yeah, I think so because he he has he always has the potential to be like have an explosive play, like once oh, a yeah. quarter. So, I think I think I would still go with Diggs. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm getting a work email. Uh oh. Okay, I can deal with that in the morning. Yeah, I've I've lately been finding my work emails come in when I'm not at work. Oh, like no one bothers me when nice I'm actually of them. like on the clock. They're like Brit. And then like. Calm down, you know, Tuesday. Take, a, take an easy day. We'll bother you at 7. Yeah, that's really where I am. 
that's really where I'm at these days. So, um, we're, speaking of where we're at, let's talk about Browns at Chiefs. This game is hold on, I got to change the tabs. A 56 over under. What? Why? Because you can't stop the Chiefs' offense, mm-hmm. and the and Kansas City doesn't stop anyone. So both <laughs> teams are going to score a lot. Kansas City is a 10 point favorite. And the anticipated final there was 33-23. So same two questions for you. You like that score, and who are you using in this game? How much is Mahomes? Like 8,000? Hold oh, on. Oh, man. I wish I was joking. <laughs> yeah, he's 8K. He's 8,000. That's and, a lot and for he's the most expensive. He's the most expensive guy on the board. That's, I can't use him this week. No, no. That's That's too much. I get better too value out of much. literally every other matchup, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I like Chubb. Um, I mean, he's probably also expensive. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm pulling it up right now. You keep talking. Kelsey's 60, also probably how much is Kelsey's probably going to be? You know, like eight thousand for a tight end. Oh, Kelsey's mm. going to be Kelsey's astronomical. He's got to be seventy eight hundred. Ah, yeah, no, can't. Wow, wait, it's hard. I got, well, I you know what? D- you know, with the towards the end of DFS, there's not that many teams to pick from. Wow. So, Do you mean, know you... who the second most expensive on the slate is? <laughs> who? It's Mark Andrews at 5K. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is a Mark Andrews and a half. Wow. That's <clears throat> insane. That's insane. That is insane. No, that's that's crazy. All right, so, so do, do Chiefs by I, 10, 33-23, you're cool with that? Chiefs Chiefs by at least ten, because I like I said before, I don't I think, think I don't think the Browns can keep up with anything Andy Reid comes up with while he's right. standing on the sideline. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And um, I I think this game is going to be very one sided. I I do. It's going I, to. I, think, I don't. And yeah, and for I the think... record, Cinch, I don't not like the Browns. Okay, because oh, they're named after Paul Brown, who also founded the Bengals. So I don't not like the Browns. I just. Not, I'm not a Baker fan. That is my issue with them. Yeah. I don't. You and you and Colin Coward. <laughs> I don't like the Steelers. So when I when I was watching that game, the you know the Browns versus Steelers, that yeah. would have been like Britt watching the Chargers and the Broncos. Like who's he supposed to root for? Whichever one he hates less. <laughs> Essentially. Essentially. A better, exam- a better example for me would be Broncos, Broncos Raiders. Oh, there you Those go. Those are the two teams in AFC. I'm like, I can't deal with you right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Like, who do you, you just root for who you like less or more or whatever. But Right. But, you know, this worked out because now the Browns are going to play the Chiefs and, you know, the Chiefs are more than likely going to win. So. I, I think so. I think the Chiefs are, are a definitive favorite here. Uh, why did the new computer just turn itself off? Uh, it might be either put itself to sleep or it did an update and it's restarting. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm recording on the laptop. Today. Yeah, the new <laughs> the new setup will be live next week. And I'll actually be it'll be live nice. tomorrow night when I'm on Twitch. But um, yeah, I think I think the Chiefs are going to come in here and they're going to roll. I just I just I feel it. I if the the Browns are not going to do in Kansas City what they did in Pittsburgh last week, it's just not going to happen. I don't I don't see it happening. But does that mean the Browns aren't going to make it a competitive game? Does that mean the Browns can't win it? Absolutely not. The Browns can come out there and outplay the Chiefs and win this game. And if it does, it's close. They could. I don't think they're going to run I just think it's it. unlikely. It is unlikely. I, I'm going to put that like a 3% chance. But 
I'll tell you right now, the guys I like in this game, Austin Hooper, the Chiefs. You would think a team with an exceptional tight end would spend a lot of time trying to stop other tight ends, and they just don't. <laughs> yeah, they I mean, don't. they're like, why, why bother? <laughs> they just don't. So Austin Hooper, to me, is a huge value, and he's not super expensive. He's at 3,800. Wow. 3,800. So what does that mean? He needs, like, 11 points? He can get 11 points. If they're going to score Easily. a touchdown in the air, it's going to be with Austin Hooper. Mm-hmm. And on the Kansas City side of the ball, I don't know. We know who we know who returned to, to practice today. Who? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Oh, he did. Clyde practiced today. Clyde's only fifty five hundred. Ooh, that could be a sneaky play. That could be sneaky. I don't know if I'm not. I'm not saying I'm on board with it, particularly with Devin Singletary staring at me forty five hundred, but. I might be tempted to pull the CEH button. You know, I just might push that button. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, who do we talk about? There's another game. Oh, Bucks Saints. Okay, yeah. The, the, uh, the, <clears throat> why on earth? I'm going to complain about this before we go any further with this. Yeah. I am going to complain about this. Why is the last game of the week the one with the old people in it? <laughs> Why did they put the old people game at six o'clock? Because you know what? Drew Brees and Tom Brady don't want to be playing then. They want to be sitting at home watching 60 minutes like all the other old people in America. And Sidebar, they're, they're, the, they're the same age bracket as Brit and I. And you know what? I actually did watch 60 minutes last Sunday. I had... I had the game on my laptop unmuted, and I had 60 minutes on the television because they were interviewing Nancy Pelosi about the riots. (laughs) (laughs) I actually was watching 60 minutes. Oh, God, we're old. (laughs) Yeah, I am older than Drew Brees. I'm I'm older than both of them. Yeah. You young kids, get off my lawn. So, uh, so that's so that's my gripe there. This game, I think this game's going to be high scoring. Let me see what the line is on it. It's a 52, um, and they've got New Orleans favored by 3, 27-24. I'm not sure about that. I think this could be a line upset. I think Tampa actually has a chance to win this game. Um, But I think there's several usable pieces on both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going to use value with the other spots, you can afford to pay up a little bit here. I don't think I use either quarterback, but I might be But would you use Ronald Jones? I might. He's not super expensive. Hold on. I was just looking at that. He's 5,200. I, I don't think I would use him over Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but 5,200 is kind of hard to ignore. You know? Yeah, very true. Um, Wideouts, though, I'm pretty sure it was Michael Thomas up to. Michael Thomas is up at 6,700. Okay. I probably would use a piece <clears> of him. Um, but what's what's Kamara at like 8,500? Oh God, I didn't even look. I'm scared to look. Alvin Kamara is 7,900. Hmm. That's actually the most expensive running back of the week. And I think that's because there was a lot of passing in the wild card weekend. <clears throat> True. And he did have that six touchdown game like two weeks ago. That's it. I think you know. Do they? Yeah, there's there's some. There's some logic to going easy on Kamara if you unless you need him to win the game. Yeah. And if you don't need him to if you absolutely don't need six touchdowns on Kamara, then you you can you can you can go easy on him. So I, I do see that. 
See, I feel I like just... this game, this game, I can't really decide yet. This game is either going to be close and come down to like a field goal or a touchdown, or it's going to be like the last time they played and one of them is going to just blow out the other one. Yeah, I, and I, I can't. I, think, I can't really I, get my finger on which one is more likely, but yeah, I, I think I this is. I don't think this game is going to be. And again, it's a divisional game. This game is either going to be back and forth, meaning constant lead changes, or it's going to be completely one-sided from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I know that kind of sounds like, well, Britt, that's stupid to say. Every game is either back and <laughs> forth, or it's a complete blow. No, but this Not one really, really is, though. Not really. Think about like, think about like the Baltimore game this past weekend. They were tied at halftime. They came out and scored right away in the third quarter and never looked back. And it was still only a seven-point game. It wasn't really back and forth. The lead never changed again. The lead was always. I mean, the numbers changed, but the Ravens never lost the lead, and it wasn't a blowout. Mm-hmm. So there are those games that can be close, but still kind of you know just out of reach. And I think that I don't think that's what we're looking at here. I don't think I don't think it's 21-14, that's 21-17, then it's 28-17, then it's 28-24. I don't think it's like one of those games where it's oh they, the two teams keep it within one score. It's either 7-0, 7-7, 10-7, 14-10. You know what I mean? Where it's constantly the constantly who's in the lead is switching or it's completely one-sided. And right. I don't know which way to go with the one-sidedness. I mean, these are two guys Coach-wise, their offenses, Bruce Arians coaching against Sean Payton. Good luck figuring out who's going to win that. They're yeah, both very pretty much. And, then, and watch well, Bruce, every five plays, Bruce Arians is going to like try a play that's like 40, 50 yards. Yes, which is how Mike Evans gets his value. Yes. Which is how Mike Evans gets his value. And I, I, I just – I don't see it this week. I know people are saying to use Mike Evans, eh. Is he playing? I believe he's supposed to. I believe so. I haven't seen anything that says he's not. But I don't know. I don't know. So anyway. All right. Um, What did we miss? That's all the games upcoming. Did we miss anything? Did we miss any news and notes of the week? Anything major? I don't think so. I'm not even sure why I'm online. I don't even show. Not even sure why I'm recording tonight. I'm all COVID. <laughs> I got COVID. No, brain. I don't. Um, I don't think so. You know, other than just teams looking for new head coaches. But uh, uh we got a whole off season to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Got a whole off season to talk. I'm not going to worry about. It. And none of the coaching changes that right now are in play are really like super viable. You know, like I am really not worried about who coaches the Jets. Yeah, it's I'm just, really you know, every team has to, if they haven't interviewed Eric Bieniemy yet, they have to wait now. That's yes. really, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yes, and Eric Bieniemy, do not take the Jets job. Listen to me, do not take the <laughs> Jets job. Do not go there. You have more credibility than the Jets. Don't go there. Sorry, Jet fans. All right, so let's go to final thoughts. Craig, what have you got for me this week? Uh, you know what? Final thoughts are... You know, it is it is 20, and I think I said this before, but, you know, it is 2021. It doesn't automatically think, you know, it doesn't automatically mean that everything suddenly gets better. You know, even if you get the shot like Brit, uh, you still need to wear a mask. You know, you still need to social distance. So just, just keep that in mind, you know. Be safe. Just be safe. My final thought this week is just 
everybody calm down. <laughs> From a political standpoint, we had a really rough week, right? From a football standpoint, Steelers fans and other teams that lost that really wanted to Seattle fans. Everybody calm down. This is not the end of the world. I used to work with a guy. You all know I work in human service. I used to work with a guy who was a diehard Yankee fan. And if they lost in the playoffs, World Series or not, <laughs> he would go through a terrible and open bout of depression. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think this could happen. How could this happen? Oh, They're the best happen. team. In... What's that? <laughs> it could always happen. It could always happen. And that's what I used to say to him. The best thing about sports, the great thing about sports is that there's next year. And this kid used to ask me, how can you be a Mets fan and lose every year and put up with it? And he wasn't being derogatory when he asked. He was like, honestly, <laughs> how do you root for a team that loses more often than it wins and and, and not want to like be seriously hey, self-injuring yourself? You can yourself? ask me that about being a Bengal fan. <laughs> and, and Yes, I, I'm, a, I'm a Mets fan, and uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Well, actually, Cinch and Sean were all Mets fans. Actually, everyone but me is – well, I like the Mets, but I'm really a Yankee fan. But everyone else on the podcast is a Met fan. Met fan. A dyed-in-the-wool Met fan. Yep. <laughs> um, all of our contributors except for Craig. And he would ask me this question. How? Because because the best thing about sports is there's always another season. Mm-hmm. There's always another game. There will be football again in September. All of you guys, there is only eight teams playing left. 24 teams are already looking to next year. And that's the beautiful thing about sports. So if your team didn't advance this weekend or your team didn't make the playoffs, settle down before anybody starts peeling any potatoes. (laughs) Let's all sit down and talk about this. We do not need our asses in the jackpot. So that's my final thought this week. Everybody just calm down, whether it be real life and politics and our nation and all that stuff. I can't even say our nation because we're huge in Canada. Thank you so much. We're still mm. charting in Canada. Nice. I have no idea. Nice. There must be a group of like 50 guys up in Canada that are our, our, our fan club. Awesome. If you are, I'm all for reach it. out to us. Seriously, Please. If you're in Canada, I always want to see Vancouver. <laughs> it, yes. I, listen, if you're in Canada and you listen to this podcast, please email us. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. Send me something on Twitter, at fignutsdfs on Twitter. I want to hear from the Canadians this week. (laughs) Why are you listening to us? What is it? I'm not saying we're not worth listening to. I'm just curious. Why are you – what is your interest in it? And if it's, well, I've won money playing DFS, your DFS picks are good, that's great. I just want to hear from the Canadians this week. Everybody else can write us too, but the Canadians in particular. So – and leave us a review, particularly if you're from Canada. Canadians, leave us a review. I don't think it's a different review system. You can still leave a review you can. on mm-hmm. any of the websites that we use. Um, so Craig and I will be back next week uh, for to talk about championship weekend. Yeah, <clears throat> we made Craig, it. We yeah, made I'm it the whole something. season. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna say something relatively depressing right now. Sure. All right, please. I want you to brace yourself for this. All right. There is only seven meaningful games left this season. Wow. Four this week, two this week, and one game two weeks later. And I'm the only guy with a, uh, on this podcast with a horse still in the race, which is not normal. Which that is, is not true. Normal. That is true. I'm used to being out right now and watching the Patriots do stuff, and I'm not this, this year. So 
know, but we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us, leave us a review. Please reach out to us, particularly from Canada. We'd love to hear from you until then. We will see you next week. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the football fig nuts podcast. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb.